The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What is that? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. Final hour in this league. That's of course Radio Network. It's ITL in this league.com. Bogman and the Welsh. All the things you can know unless you're a brand new listener. Well, if you are, howdy doody. What are you doing here? You know all the stuff or you can find out all the easy ways to get access to us. Boggs, before we get into the things, what is the Bogman go-to Super Bowl menu look like? I didn't ask okay. you this earlier because I should have. Because I think people people very much respect and want to know what you eat. Um, well, I think my main go-to, which I'm so sick right now, I can't taste anything, which is very unfortunate, you especially got a day. for the Super Bowl. You got a day, man. So, Let's fingers crossed here that we can get it together. Prayers up for then, yeah. T's and P's. T's and um, P's, box. <laughs> but um, uh, I like chili con queso. Um, so just you know, like uh, three or four cans of the Hormel chili, and then two cans of the the nacho cheese. Is this um, a homemade uh, product? Yeah. Is a bo- this is a uh, Bogman joint? That's right. You put it in a crock pot. Um, you know, stir it up, let that uh, slow cook overnight, and by the time the game's kicking off, you got a you start good, now. Uh, yeah, you got a pretty good concoction going there. I mean, you start that now, you could you could be good. Yeah, exactly. All so, right, so chili con queso. I'm not starting anything now because I don't know if I'll have taste buds. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Is you you should probably just start it now, just in case. Right. Yeah. Okay. So chili con queso. You get some chips in there. What else is on the Bogman Super Bowl menu? Um, you know, it's some type of meat in there. You need you need either tacos. Tacos are strong. Um, you need some chicken wings are always good. Um, uh, I ribs. like um, yeah, ribs. My, my mom has made some ribs before. Brisket's always solid. You know, something in the middle. Like I, you just don't want to be ordering pizza on oh. on the Super Bowl because you know, you're gonna have to wait two hours. It's so gonna be pick cold. one of the meats. Pick one. yeah, um, which one? I go with tacos. Okay, I like yeah, tacos. you were leaning tacos. Okay, so chili con queso. It's very okay. You're very, you're going a very Arizona based uh, meal well, here. Chili I mean, I'm from Arizona. Tacos. So Anything yeah, else? Mexican food. You, I know you're gonna um, want uh, what is it? Sugar free Coca Cola. Caffeine free. Caf- oh, sorry, uh, caffeine free Coca Cola. Yeah, caffeine free Coca Cola. Of course, um, you know, but I, you know, 
I like to re- remember the Super Bowl. I don't like to be hammered drunk for it. Any drinks, so, though? Yeah, yeah. You know, just drink Bud Light all day. Bud Light? That way you, yeah, well, whatever. Bud Light, Coors Light. How about a uh, Stella Artois? They should, uh, Stella Artois should really actually sponsor um, the In This League podcast. If they don't want to sponsor the radio show, at least the podcast. If someone has a connection, because I believe I am a fantastic podcast spokesman for Stella Artois. <laughs> um, either way, they yeah. should, um, you should just stick to light beer all day because you can't really get hammered. On light beer, a lot of you know, people are going to though. A lot of people, well, because they're not. Because here's what they're going to do: it's not going to just be light beer. It's going to be light beer followed by a shot, itself. and then it'll be another light beer followed by two more shots. Then they're going to go IPA. Tell everybody about the IPA and the percentage of alcohol that's in it, and why it's better than the piss that they're drinking. Another shot, and then they're going to get in a fight with somebody about why Tom Brady is bad for football and a cheater. Right. Right. Exactly. So. Okay. I stick to light beer because it's like, you know, I mean, I pee so much anyway. It's, you know, beer comes in, beer goes out, yeah. and you kind of stand buzzed. I'm surprised you didn't just say, like, Corona or something since you've got you, – you've literally uh-huh. created the Arizona yeah. Super Bowl. You're like, Corona, tacos, chili can Yeah, margaritas, right. So. Yeah, mar- oh, margarita sounds fantastic. I'm a big margarita <laughs> guy. No shocker to anybody. <laughs> no shocker. But I want it. I want it iced. I don't. And no you salt. Like frozen margaritas. I do like frozen margaritas. Yeah, I can. I'm fine with it not being frozen. If I had to pick, it be frozen. Big, big, important key though. Don't want the ice. No ice. No ice. Okay. Pass on. I don't the like ice. salt. Yeah. Well, no that's. Salt. Oh, I'm sorry. That I, I'm saying ice. Salt. That's what I meant. Not ice. No ice salt. is imperative. I want right, ice. Right. I don't want salt. Um, all right. Anything else? Do you like a dessert? Little cookie, uh, anything no, else? No, no. Uh, d- dessert for me is usually uh, whatever queso's left over after everybody leaves. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, there you go. And you, then Monday is toilet day. So. <laughs> to- toilet paper, double ply. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. You got the menu. Menu. You've got uh, chili con queso, tacos, light beer, maybe a margarita, and some double ply. And you are set up for a Bogman <laughs> Super Bowl if you've ever had it. Boggs, I've never seen an interview that I can recall. I've seen awkward interviews. Um, I, even though I get weird about awkward stuff, you know, like I could never watch the outtakes of like American Idol and stuff. It just makes me super uncomfortable. But <laughs> like Jim Rome and Jim Everett is a great moment where he kept calling him Chris. Um, I some bet of the, you won't do it again. Yeah. Fantastic moment. Some other weird, like the Marshawn Lynch, you know, he's done some awkward ones. I, I was thinking of that. Remember that Griffey interview he did not too long ago, a couple of years back where he like was like, what's wrong with Ken Griffey? Like those are awkward interviews. The Jim Harbaugh on Cowherd. Oh, Solid. horrible. Yeah. Horrible one. But Kyler Murray who has really been the talk of the last month. Uh, I actually just did an interview. It's coming up in a week or so, an interview with uh, a prominent A's uh, reporter of The Athletic, and we kind of brought uh, up... It wasn't Kyler Murray. No, and it wasn't the... Wow, it wasn't... some questions answered, so... And it wasn't the other chick who complained about Kyler Murray, who got fired, but (laughs) briefly talked about, because Kyler Murray is all the A's talk, and we've gone up and down, up and down swings of what is he going to do. Everybody's felt football is it. Kyler Murray goes on the Dan Patrick show. This is an interview. He's sitting in a chair... There's only one question that anybody cares 
for Kyler Murray to talk about. Nobody cares about anything except football or baseball. If they want to hone it around, that's what you're going to be asked. Uh, are you going to go to the combine? You got a pro day. Are you excited? Uh, maybe there's going to be, are you still flop? The PR team for Kyler Murray has a really easy job because you're not going to get sidetracked on other spots. Kyler Murray sits down with Dan Patrick. He's straight up asked right off the bat. Kyler, um, <clears throat> are you going to the combine? 15 seconds goes by and he awkwardly just goes and then Dan kind of like digs in a little bit more and just says <laughs> he goes uh, didn't he go dad is he going to the combine yeah he, he yells, like ask his dad and his dad says he takes the fifth and he's and Dan and Dan starts to go Dan, and you know what great on Dan by the way that he doesn't relent he goes what's going on here it's like well yeah I mean he's a professional yeah, he's been around. He's like, oh, what's happening here? Are you going to do a, a pro day? And then he goes, uh, right. it's like, it's okay. You can have a pro day. Yeah, you can have, a, yeah, exactly. You can have a pro day. It's after the combine. He's like, and then he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I do like a pro day. He's not answering anything. Uh, what, uh, what about the spring training? You know, what's that? When is that happening? He goes, February 16th. He's like, well, you know, when spring training is happening. And then instead of digging into the question, are you going to spring training? Yeah. Uh, Dan just goes, Literally, what's happening here? Like, he goes, he's like, I don't know what's going on in this interview. He's like, you should be prepared. And he just digs in. And Kyler Murray kind of starts to laugh a little bit. He doesn't get agitated. But then he says. What did he say? He said something along the lines of. uh, It's the dumbest comment ever. Uh, well, well, what was it? At the end, he goes, oh, or because he goes like, are you prepared for the stuff? And he goes, yeah, I think I'm getting better at interviews. He, he goes, well, you're not because no. you haven't answered anything. <laughs> he straight up calls him on it. It was the what? I don't I, I'm Kyler Murray right now. I don't even know what just happened there because they played this game. Why gets, even bother showing up to those things if you're not going to answer any questions? But that was the point of what I was saying. At least dance around them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, PR are you going team, to the Combine? Well, uh, we haven't made our decision completely up yet. This is you scripted know. crap, Boggs. Right, it should be, yeah. hey, you excited for the Combine? Well, we're keeping our options open. Uh, you know, I am with the Oakland A's, but, you know, football is a consideration. I'm talking it's to It's not people. like he's Marshawn Lynch no. showing up so he won't get fined. He's just he's just there. Dude, it's they asked a, him to be there, and he showed up. He's getting destroyed. And to the point, I, I'm curious at your thought on this. Is how a lot of people, I mean, also these are just like listeners and stuff, but people think this interview literally could put a damper on the draft stock of people saying, how could you eh. couldn't be prepared for this? Well, here's some of the comments I got, by the way, because well, I quote tweeted the um, the interview because it was so embarrassing. It was let me find my tweet. It was so utterly embarrassing. I go, boy, this is awkward. This is like a three out of ten interview which is okay in the world of baseball, not football. Here's some comments I got under. If if I'm a team, I don't want this kid on it, especially as an undersized, uncommitted rookie that I have to commit my franchise to completely off my board. This is embarrassing. And then I said, football or baseball? And uh, it goes, football, <laughs> uh, A's have him, that's over. His football, draft stock, his football draft stock is incredibly low after this. First off, do you agree with that? After No, I don't. I don't think that his football draft stock uh, changes at all after a Dan Patrick interview that he clearly didn't want to do. I don't think or they his people around him are saying, well, don't answer anything. You know, I I don't think 
something like this can decimate a draft stock because they can, you know, they can answer questions about it. But but what I do think is it raises more questions that they're now going to be forced to answer with teams. I think if could. we saw this interview like four times in a row where he's just weird and won't answer a question. He has to comment and, on it, by the way. Yeah, he, he, not saying anything, then I'd be like, okay, something wrong is going on here. This, But they'll figure that out when they interview him at the Combine, if he should go to the Combine. 100%. He needs to do an interview like yesterday on a prominent show, and he needs to make light of this. He needs right. to make yeah, light yeah. and tell people like, hey, listen, man, you know, it's just a, it's a weird situation right now. I don't want to say the wrong thing. That's what he needs to right, do. Right, Here's some right. other comments. Uh, someone says, geez, three out of ten is pretty generous. This couldn't have been worse unless he insulted someone or took a dump on camera. <laughs> um, Ron says, if you're that unprepared, why sit down for an interview? Yep, Agreed. I agree with Ron. Here goes. George says, how can he be so unprepared? Not a good look. Uh, I thought this guy was saying this to me. He says, just disappear, please. And I was like, I got offended. I'm like, hey, what did I do? But I don't think he was talking to me. Um, This person says he seems to think he can half ass this NFL draft process part. It's not going to work. Real leverage requires a high pick. Half assing the process process is going to turn everyone off on using a premium pick. There was a, uh, a sub thread here that ended up happening. It says this looks to me like a guy poorly using the threat of football to juice his baseball contract and uh, a couple of people or someone agreed saying that a lot of people now after seeing that now see I think there's something to that I think that there's something to that that maybe Scott Boris was like hey you know maybe we can get a little bit more money out of the A's if we do you know this because we've heard that uh, some teams really want you and maybe it's a real thing that they're using as a threat. And maybe he's so paranoid of giving his, um, you know, giving his blowing his own spot up that he doesn't want to answer these questions. Well, but I mean, he blew his own spot up. But this is a young guy who, which weirdly, I, well, I mean, saying the wrong thing, like, you know. But here's what uh, I wonder, though, dude. Who is his team then? Like Dan Patrick yells to his dad. Is it him and his dad? Like. If Scott Boris, if they're going through this serious manner of going back and forth on this as he's his agent, why is there not somebody there that's coaching him through this stuff if we're that worried about making the wrong comments? You can't just have I your dad. Like, they came completely to agree with you. Yeah. They, no one has ever come to an interview more or less prepared. You know what I mean? Like, you have, <laughs> if you ever, uh, you've kept the same job a whole lot. Have you ever done a bad interview? Not really. I had one one time. I had one. I, you know, I had a couple. I had. One or two bad interviews that I look, if I look back on right now, I wouldn't be able to watch. But one in particular <laughs> that like I, I I was like in the third round of the process and I had just nailed it through then. And maybe I was just a little too confident and I, and it was multi-side. Actually, the, the main issue was on their end, but blamed it on me. But there was a little bit of like comfortability in what I had to do. And it blew up right in my face right off the bat. And I was completely unprepared for what wasn't told to me. And that was bad and awkward. I knew it immediately. He didn't yeah. know it. He sat in that chair for over a minute and a half, just uh, 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 awing and not like, like, okay, just gather yourself and give an answer. And, and I, Dan was, I mean, Dan has to love this because he's getting all the publicity. Oh yeah. I, 
I feel like there's got if 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 he doesn't do what I just said and get gets down on radio row or whatever to an interview immediately on a major calling Calher, I don't care what stupid show you go on and you cover this right away. I'm not saying it's going to hurt his draft stock. I'm not going to go as hard as everyone is going on it. But like I said before, what I do think is that thing doesn't destroy stock, but it raises more questions that definitely raises eyebrows. Hundred percent. Yeah. People going, what is happening here? He's not willing to answer any questions. He can't you know, answer them. Uh, it, well, I don't. I don't know that he can. I think he's just refusing to. Is is kind of what I got out of it. Is um, he just won't answer these questions? Not that he can't, uh, but I don't like. It makes no sense. Why not just know the answer to everything? You know, are you going to the combine? Uh, we're planning on it right now. You know. Or I haven't been invited. Or if I should get invited, yes, I'll go. However, you have to respond to that. Like, just know the answer. That you know, it doesn't have to be the right answer. It doesn't have to be the answer that the host wants to hear. But you have an answer for these questions. You're absolutely right. He was not coached up at all. No. So no. I don't know why he was out there doing. That. It's embarrassing. So, you know, else embarrassing. It is. Um, you see that story? We only have like thirty seconds here. But that story that. Uh, was reported in AZ Central that Bryce Harper originally wanted to be a Diamondback. Uh, I can't. No. I, I, I got p- legit pissed when I saw that. Yeah. Wanted to be a Diamondback. Didn't because the Diamondbacks traded away Paul Goldschmidt. So uh. Now he's talking with the San Diego Padres. What if that'll ever end? What do, you, what do you think happens first? Bryce Harper actually has a team, or Kyler Murray has decided what sport he plays? No, no. Bryce Harper will sign with the Padres to make everyone in our division great, but us. Maybe he'll so. Oh, maybe he'll sign with the A's. So then uh, they'll just be like, ah, we don't need that forty-man uh, roster. Spot for don't worry about it. All right, don't go anywhere. Uh, we got to talk about the trade that went down in the NBA and more, more in this league coming up. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you... Be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more. Let me tell you something about In This League. We're back. More In This League on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's three hours. If you missed any of it, make sure you go back and listen to the big game coverage of the Super Bowl for the last two hours. It's all up on uh, iTunes. I believe we're also on Spotify and iHeart. All three hours locked in. Don't miss any of it during the week. And uh, there's, oh, I don't know. 10 more hours per week. Not this week. There's a lot more than that between Prospect One, baseball, basketball. It is unbelievable the run we have going down this week. And of course, if you're just happening to tune in and not listening on the podcast, 
please go check out um, Monday, Tuesday. Make sure you're you follow us on Twitter because you'll obviously see it. But Amazon 99 Fantasy Baseball Player Debates, the 2019 edition is going to be dropping. We'll also have it on our website to buy the PDF. We would love to have your guys support. Bogman, so much so, I had this, this literally buzzed the phone. I don't think you saw it. Buzzed my phone um, while we were doing the show. Somebody bought last year's book, and I have to hit them up because <laughs> I wonder, did they think they were buying this year's book? Because like, our guy, Pizapia, he tweeted out a, a tweet from last year about our book. He's like, it's here. And I was like, Joe, that says 2018, and it says literally 2018 was the tweet what are you doing <laughs> and i don't know if this person meant to do that or maybe they were catching up box maybe they're trying to catch up on what happened last year yeah maybe maybe they're just going back to the uh to the old well very affordable and- Booking. Yeah, that's right. Booking. It definitely is. Yeah, so. book ain't uh, expensive or anything like that. So just be on the lookout for that. We would love your support. It's going to be, I mean, at least the, you know, Kindle PDF, all that. It's going to be under 10 bucks, you know, and it's a cool tool. Lots and lots of industry people involved. Uh, some blood, sweat, and tears for Bogman. So uh, consider hooking your boys up and helping out your boys and give us some five-star reviews there on Amazon. Let's let's try to compete with our guy, Pisa Pia. Pisa Pia is like, oh, guess what? I just beat Quidditch. You know, I'm higher than Quidditch on fantasy. And I'm like, damn it. Like, let's let's let the 99 fantasy baseball player debates do something. It's been a rough 2019, by the way. I feel like for a lot of people, let's let's have some good stuff go down. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Let's uh, let's have no sickness. No more sickness. Let's get it all out in the beginning. Do you know? the New York Knicks need some good juju? Because <laughs> a lot of Knicks fans not happy, though. The, the Porzingis trade. So, obviously, if you saw it, New York Knicks trade, which I was dying, dude, because I had been speculating for a couple days on our – we do the show NBA Takeaways for the NBA and uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I had been speculating about Porzingis, and, I, and the day before, I talked about Anthony Davis being traded for Porzingis as just a speculation – I found out yesterday that was a conversation that happened. The Knicks contacted the Pelicans about a Porzingis trade, and Anthony Davis had, I guess, showed some sign of maybe going into to New York, but ultimately it was L.A. And boom, out of nowhere, Porzingis traded to the Dallas Mavericks. What was the stupid trade? Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., do you have it? Courtney Lee and Trey Burke for Wes Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., and DeAndre Jordan. And then there's two future first-round picks that are involved on Maverick side. I like the Mavericks. Uh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. One is unprotected, too. That was kind of the big deal about that. So there's an unprotected pick that's involved, and then there's one that's like... I don't know, top five protected or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But there's there's two first round picks that are involved. And the immediacy for most people, especially Knicks fans, were like, uh, what? You know, are you kidding me? And, right. And if you because saw. he's like, uh, I think I might want to be traded. They're like, get out of here. Yeah. You're gone. Well, also, they traded for Dennis Smith Jr. And rightfully so, every Knicks fan says, we could have drafted the a-hole. They passed on <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. so they could take uh, Frank the Tank. Yep. And so now they traded Porzingis to get him. But the big story is this potential two max slot that's opened up now. So the offseason here that's coming up, you have Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving, which Kyrie Irving would be weird with um, with Dennis Smith in there, I guess. Um, Clay Thompson. Kyrie Irving said that, um, you know, before it seemed like he really wanted to re-sign with the Celtics. And he has since then 
said, I don't know anyone, anything. And, um, he's not really expected to resign with the Celtics and he may want to go back with LeBron, but he may also, if, uh, the Knicks sign Kevin Durant, he may want to go there. So there's all kinds of options open here. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's what got everybody excited. Uh, at least Nick fan, or I shouldn't say that it's what gave Nick fans peace. Do you know what I mean? It gave peace to the Nick fans to say, all right, Dennis Smith. But Jr., it has to work out. It, but I mean, they also there's the Zion tanking. Like they made a move that Nick fans can't have any closure on for like eight months. You know, yeah. or I guess not that long. I guess July, right? So I mean, what was that? Six months? I mean, they got to wait half a year to have some closure on what this trade did. It hurt traded Porzingis for them. Let me start here with the Knicks. Did, Do, uh, real quick, did you see that meme of it's like Mark Cuban's face where he looks all excited and it says, when you have a thing for Europeans? <laughs> no, I didn't. I saw someone also say that they just that they needed to get Dario Saric on that team just to compete the like European closure there. And there's a really good nickname they had too, and I can't I can't remember what it was. But Knicks, do you think the Knicks are going to be able to bring in two max contracts that are worthwhile. Not these garbage ones, but do you think the Knicks, do you think the Knicks lock in uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? No. I do you think they're going to lock in Clay Thompson and Kyrie? Or I mean, names are arbitrary a little bit here. Do you think they're going to be able to lock in two max contract players? No, I don't. I don't. One. I, 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 I maybe, I, I just, I don't think that they're going to get two because it's, there's nothing around them. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but that's uh, but you can't say that with like the Lakers and all that. I mean, the, the teams, you just got they all they want is two I mean, look, if Durant goes there, they immediately become a contender in the East, you yeah, know, because the East is uh not that great. And but it's like uh it's the chicken and the egg, you know. Someone has to go there first. For well, it would have to be to Durant. Sign. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be the idea. New York goes all I think in. Durant stand. I think he's staying in Golden State. I think Durant wants to win rings. I think that's the whole reason he went to Golden State. I think Klay Thompson will be gone, but I think Klay Thompson will sign with the the Lakers. And, um, you know, could the Knicks bring in someone? Of course. Huge market, uh, storied franchise. But a lot of teams are going to look at this specific trade and go, this team doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Why do I want to be a part of that? Do I really want to be, you know, uh, part of of this regime that doesn't know how to put a team together? Well, okay. So. To, I mean, I, I I buy that with Dolan. You know what I mean? With like right. management, like that makes yes. a lot of sense. But at the same time, though, they do have an argument. At least the Knicks do to say, hey, listen. We set this up so we can bring two guys in, and we are going to build everything around this team. So to be and fair, and if they get that. Zion. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, Zion is huge, but you could have a situation where they get one of those three guys. It could be Zion. It could be uh, Barrett. Who's the other one? Moron. Jay Moron. Moron. So Jay Moron is Jay Moron in the top three now. Yeah, those are the three. No, there's somebody you were forgetting here. No, there's not. That's the three. I think you're thinking of the uh, the um, the point guard for Duke. I can't remember his name, but he's dropped off. So. Jay, Jay Morant is is the third one. Let's so. see. Zion, R.J. Barrett. Um, was it Cam Reddish? Reddish. That's who it was. Okay. I mean, I'm still, I just, I just have Morant, to, either that way. That was a while ago. Like, if you get, um, 
if you get Zion, that's way different than even getting R.J. Barrett. You know, R. Barrett is good, but, um, you know, Zion just seems to be this unbelievable talent. Sure. Just so, so back to what you're saying, like if they got Zion and then you bring in uh, If they Kevin got Durant, Zion, I would lean way closer to saying yes, because now they have one big piece. You know, and and then they're they're gonna go if they can go get Durant, then someone else signs there. They have three big pieces. I mean, what if, what if that team? I mean, you know, Durant maybe could even convince Clay to come. But what if let let's say best case scenario for a minute here. What if it really was Durant, Zion, Dennis Smith, and Kyrie Irving, and then who gives a crap the other player with those guys? I mean, that right. in theory yeah. could be that I team. Mean, it's ridiculous. Hundred percent. I think. If the Knicks draw the number one overall pick oh. this year, it, it like the NBA conspiracy theorists theorist <laughs> are going to go absolutely crazy. I mean, the Illuminati NBA stuff, you you could not be more right. The, the NBA almost needs to tamper with their lottery so the Knicks don't get it. Because you're right. If that <laughs> happens, because then it'll be Knicks get it, Durant signs there, and everyone is going to cry foul. You're right. It'll be just like the people that complain about Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I... I just um, I, who are, who I are the, it, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that the top three te- garbage teams. It's the Suns, the Knicks, and who's uh, is it? The Hawks. Who's the uh, other? No, it's, it's not, not the, Hawks. the Hawks. It's uh, now I have to go look at the standings. Yeah, because now I'm forgetting. Like, who are the the teams that are vying to be the worst in the NBA? Because it's obviously the Suns. They're right up there. Yeah, the Suns are terrible. Uh, the ne- terrible. the Knicks are bad. But uh, I think um, our guy Jonas was saying that. The teams with the the four the teams the four worst records uh, have the same percent chance of getting that number one overall pick. So it's Phoenix is eleven and forty two, uh, the Knicks are ten and forty one, the Cavs are eleven and forty one, and the the Bulls are twelve and forty. Boy, the only way that's four teams, the, right? And, there. and you know what? If it's Cavs or Knicks, everyone cries foul because Cavs with the amount of first overall picks or Chicago have. though. I don't know like, if they. I don't think anyone complains about Chicago as much. I think Chicago Phoenix gets <clears throat> away with it just because it's Phoenix, even though that would be what back to back first overall picks. I think yeah, you could get away with Chicago. Yeah, that would be the Chicago. number one and number two first overall picks they've ever had. So yeah, because last year was the first time they ever got it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It would be two straight first overall picks. I don't think anyone right. cries foul with the Suns. I don't think there's much cry with the Bulls. Knicks and Cavs are going to scream a lot of garbage, a lot of garbage here. But, I mean, they're guaranteed—they're almost guaranteed. You could look at this and say, I mean, though Barrett doesn't really fit the scheme if a guy like Kyrie were to come there, you could come back and look, what if um, what if Kyrie, you know, there were, what if Kyrie went back to L.A.? All this love of LeBron and right. stuff that's popped back out. I would not be surprised at all by so that. So then maybe that takes out Clay Thompson. Maybe Clay Thompson goes to New York with Durant since they're buddies. Now maybe you've got a situation where it's Durant, Thompson, Dennis Smith, and then they would be comfortable drafting a guy like R.J. Barrett. I think somebody's staying in Golden State, whether it's— Forget about Cousins, um, too. Cousins is gone, so. Yeah, Cousins is gone. But, I mean, I either Durant or Clay Thompson— yeah, they're both not one going of those guys about to stay. That. You know, I think if if they sign Durant to, uh, you know, they give him the max deal, they're not going to have enough to offer Clay, and Clay's going to leave. So, uh, and um, if he does go, then they'll have the money to offer Clay. It makes too much sense for Durant Clay. to stay because Cousins and Clay go. Right, you know? right. So then, wherever maybe maybe Cousins goes to New York. 
That seems like an obvious spot for him. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, but Cousins think, has been unstable. So, yeah, you think they need uh, another prospect built around that, though? Yeah. I mean, Cousins could wind up anywhere, really. Yeah. I wouldn't Le- Laker, could the Lake, Lakers couldn't also get Kyrie if they got Anthony Davis. We're forgetting about the Anthony yeah, Davis sweepstakes. Could they? Yeah, they could. They, 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 I don't think they could afford. Um, they, they could get those two together, uh, but they couldn't get those two. And then also Clay Thompson. What do you yeah. think about um, Porzingis, who I, I, I can't imagine. I'm not sure. Did they announce yet? If if like, is he not going to play the whole season? He's not going to play this year. Yeah. OK, so he he's not going to play at all. They're going to let him sit. Um, he's going to sign the qualifying offer. You've got Porzingis. You've got Doncic. I mean, what building blocks? What What do you think this Dallas Mavericks? I mean, because Dallas Mavericks, they've essentially said soya to the season this year after doing this. I mean, they're almost right. in kind of it's all about mode. just Doncic uh, getting triple doubles. What? Now, yeah. So. What do you think about Porzingis for 2019, 2020 season with Doncic? I mean, is this beast mode or is this kind of st- continued failed attempts with the Dallas Mavericks, who also you don't quite have the team construction you might want around those two <clears throat> players, at least at this moment? Yeah, I, uh, you know, the Mavericks could be trying to bring someone in, too. You know, uh, a lot of people they might just, want to play with those two. You're right. Right. They just cleared up a bunch of space, too, by getting rid of DeAndre and Wes Matthews as well. So um, they could bring in someone. I, I think Clay Thompson would fit perfect there. You know, Ooh, yeah, Clay would be great there. You know, I think that would be uh, re- really good for them. I don't know if that's something that he would wind up doing. But um, what they about, could definitely like, bring in someone. What so. about a guy? I don't know if this, well, see, the, I guess this would be counter. Where did I see the rumors about Mike Conley? There's a team that's coveting Mike Conley right now. Was it the Mavericks? And maybe it's the Jazz. Ooh, it might be. It, you know what? You're right. It is the Jazz yeah. that are covering. They can't get any All-Stars unless they can get Mike Conley on them. Maybe he can get to the All-Star game. Right, right. Do th- oh, do you think Rudy Gobert would cry if uh, Mike Conley signed with the Jazz? <laughs> or traded? <laughs> Uh, well, he's been known to let his emotion show, hasn't he? Can you believe he cried? We'll talk about that in the next segment. I can't believe he cried. But though it's an it's an interesting top and bottom funny story. So, do you <laughs> ultimately think <laughs> phrasing? <laughs> do you think this trade is a positive on both teams? Because I, I do see a lot of people trying to defend the the um the Knicks the Knicks on this when people are bashing the Knicks do you think this is like evenly made sense for them even no. though they have to wait no I think it could work out for both teams but you know the Knicks have so many options now both ways like where this could really work out and where it could really not work out um and a lot of people I saw something that said um you know uh, NBA execs were like the you know, saying that the Knicks did de- definitely did not do their due diligence. They didn't do their homework when putting this deal together. So it's been they they moved too quickly to get Porzingis off the team. So or I, as I, I speculated, really though, did. but see, as or as I speculated, this has been in the works for a while. And to save face in it, they wanted to put some bad pub out there about Porzingis. And then they quickly moved. it. You don't you don't move a trade like this in six hours. You're not, you're, not, you're not doing this trade in six, unless it's a trade deadline, so I suppose there's some reality. I don't think this type of trade you put together in six hours. I think they But been, do you think they did their due, their due diligence and this is the best thing they could have got? 
Um, or they're just trying to clear cap space because that's what it really seems like. I think it's tough to say. I, I think I think it's probably more the latter there. Like I have still have a hard time. Like the Pelicans really look and scoff at the. Well, they scoff at the idea of the. This is why now I, I'm answering my own question. They scoff at the idea of doing this Anthony Davis trade because Porzingis openly said he's not resigning there. So that's why they don't do that. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, Porzingis might have held some cards, you know, with telling them, like, these are the teams I'd want to resign with. I think this was in the works for at least multiple days. And then you had a Knicks source play the dirty game, leak out, and then, bam, trade goes down. They save their face a little bit because then they tell people, well, he didn't want to be here, you know? And so they get people angry at Porzingis. That's what I think it was. And, yeah, they probably... What better way to divert to divert attention from uh, making a cap space move than let people know that this star player did not want to be a Nick at all? You know, get, uh, Nick fans, they occasionally get angry, right? <laughs> uh, they've been miserable for a long time. All right. So. Final segment coming up. We're going to talk about uh, maybe the All-Star game, at least uh, what brought one player to tears. And uh, we'll see where else it goes. Final segment coming up in this league. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league I thought we were going to be just friends What? Friends is in the In this league In the dark It's time Really, kind of your last chance here To get 50% off of DailyRoto.com's Elite Monthly Membership You've got to sign up before Super Bowl 53 kickoff So now you have the timeline Here is what the Elite Package has for you access to premium fantasy content for all sports when i say all sports i mean all sports premium lineup optimizer for fanduel and DraftKings sports again access to betting tools player props and more customizable player projections and rankings for both fanduel and, and uh, DraftKings. professional commentary via premium podcasts you know we love those written fantasy content and slate breakdowns fanduel and DraftKings ownership projections That's only for NFL and DFS strategy guys, research tools and lineup alerts. Just enter promo code SB 53. You're going to get 50% off dailyroto.com elite monthly membership and cash in on your prop ATS and total wagers on the big game. That's promo code SB 53. Scott Bogman, fifty-three. Oh, yeah, maybe. Ah, oh, little, little, uh, little love for ITL. I like that. At Scott Bogman, fifty-three. <laughs> very, very nice. SB fifty-three. I didn't believe this when you told me, and I saw people commenting about it. And I well, assumed, it's funny because I, you and I were were on the phone talking. Yep. And I had uh, NBA TV on, and I was like, "Here's Gobert crying," and then I was like. Wait, I thought he didn't make the all-star team. Because not only when you see guys cry like that, it's like, 
it's the overwhelming emotion for making an all-star. Well, team. that's what I said when you said it. I was like, oh, someone must have bowed out and he, you know, he's getting the right. nod or something like that. And you said, right. No, I don't think so. I yeah. Don't. And then, then I went looking and I'm like, oh, so I guess what happened was um, they asked him about, you know, being snubbed for the all-star team and whatever. And he said, yeah, it was a tough day. And then he started to talk about how uh, he was talking to his mother the day before and how she, she had called him and she was, you know, crying a whole bunch about him not making the all-star team. And then he started crying, talking about that. Mm. And it, I mean, look, you know, guys have emotions whatever. It's kind of funny though, isn't it? it okay. There's a, uh, there's a couple things I want to throw out here. First off, it's incredibly funny seeing, I, I love emotion, but to see an athlete cry because he didn't make an all-star game you absolutely should be joked about, and ever, I, I laughed. I, I don't. I don't care what you think. I laughed. Let me give the counter before you think I'm a monster, because I do want to throw this out. That <laughs> here's what I appreciate. I, I love Rudy Gobert. You monster. All, more than anybody. I love Rudy Gobert. But something I appreciate about this, which I think is a positive, is there's so many athletes that are so emotionalist drones. Ezekiel Elliott comes to mind, you know, just, you know, they, they're just, they got their same bullcrap statements, no personality, brush everybody off. There's so much of that, uh, you know, the, uh, this doesn't mean anything, blah, blah, blah. When I see emotion from athletes, I like it. Like when they care, when an athlete shows that they care, I'm in. So I'm in on Rudy Gobert. But if you're not laughing at a guy crying about not making the all-star game, it's kind of funny. And other NBA athletes thought the same thing and they started tweeting about it. Well, yeah, I mean, and no one said you're calling him, you know, a P word or anything. They're just saying, you know, uh, he's crying and it's kind of funny, you know, when you play in a, uh, a tough guy sport like basketball and, um, you know, these guys are manly men and all this stuff. I'm telling we're you, men, on, we're manly men on, in tights, tight tights, roaming around Twitter. the woods looking for fights. Sorry. Come on, men in tights. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've heard it. Uh, but right. the, um, the, all, all the stuff with, uh, you know, the, I'm seeing toxic ma- masculinity ah, yeah. going around here mm-hmm. uh, about this stuff. And sure. Just give me a break. It's well, funny. Well, one of the tweets. You didn't say the didn't say the tweets from the well, athletes. Well, I mean, some of them, a lot of them I can't read. So, from ath- no, from a- the athletes. Oh, uh, well, I mean, the ones from, like, um, the ones from Draymond are maybe, uh, what did he say? He said, I should cry too. Something, something, Charlotte. You know. Um, but I just Andre Iguodala. Yeah, Andre Iguodala said, uh, is he going to he gonna cry in the car? <laughs> no. I mean... Uh, they're busting his balls. But what you're getting at is that people definitely, as they do in this day and age, they took an opportunity at a situation like this to uh, explain all the negatives about the well, world. Well, they're making it all about themselves sure. because they're not talking about uh, – like, like there are people making comments about, hey, you know what? I like this guy showing emotion. Yeah, you know, I love I, it. I, yeah, and I like that. And then there's other people defending him uh, for the people that are making fun of him. And they're making it all about themselves. Like, no, you're disgusting if you make fun of Rudy Gobert. You're not disgusting. Disgusting. You have a sense of humor. <clears throat> yeah. I cried on national TV for not making uh, a made-up fake game that no one cares about. I'm sorry. You know, the All-Star game is fun. 
Well, but also, it's not more than an exhibition where no one plays any defense. It's a joke. But that's the problem know? is everyone, everyone that finds it's, it's funny, we're looking at the surface stuff. And I don't, you're not going to blame you for laughing at the surface. The surface stuff is you have a guy being asked about being snubbed and he starts crying. Okay, he's a professional athlete crying about not making an all-star game. Not making the all-star game with the tears is what makes it funny. Then when you you dig deeper and you find out that he actually has emotion because it's based on, you know, talking with his mom and stuff his like mom, that. His mom, right. All in. I am all, I'm all good. I'm all good. I got no qualms with it. Like I said, I appreciate that he cares because so many of these athletes don't care and have right. no emotion whatsoever. And especially all-star games are treated as garbage. So all that's fine. But to take it as a... You're going to plant the flag and you're going to go in and, okay, here's the statement that changes it all. The Draymond Green, disgusting. Uh, Audrey Iguodala, I can't believe. These dudes are they're just busting their friends' balls. I do like the people that are like, uh, Draymond going to make fun of Rudy Gobert uh, crying, acting like he wasn't crying after game seven when he called <laughs> KD. I like those. those That's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty good. I mean, whatever. You know, I, I agree. I don't know. I guess it is a tough place because the whole like toxic I mean, masculinity see, stuff is saying where you're, sh- oh, you're shaming, Jesus. but it's yeah, it's the because you're shaming people for crying. It's it's not that I, I athletes cry all the time. I don't have any issue issue with it. It's simply this. I like, withered like a boob on uh, our YouTube channel. Yeah, because uh, someone gave during, you rings. Yeah, I, I don't remember it, but I did. Yeah. So I mean, you know, people cry for all kinds of different. Crazy it's the reasons. absurdity of it. That's right. that's where it is. And I think that's the point Dude, that's being Dirk missed. Dirk Nowitzki made the All Star team. He's barely played this year. Dwayne Wade I'm, did. They gave an exception Dwayne to Dirk Wade. and Dwayne Wade. Well, they did the yeah. exception. But it, but that's what's being lost. It's the absurdity. It's not that a dude is crying, a professional athlete. It's that he's crying that he didn't make an all-star game, which is that – that it's the absurdity of that that gets right. you. And then it turns into a <laughs> turns into a whole movement. I, Rudy Gobert is going to be the first guy after the fact asked about it. He's going to laugh about it. He's going to be like, yeah, like cry, laugh. And then some of the players, they got on him on Twitter. That's it. But you said the comment thread is probably not for the weak of heart. I mean, everyone has an opinion. It is unbelievable. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find one that I can actually read here. Um, See, Rudy Gobert with raw, real emotion today as he addressed the media. It's about my legacy, he said. Uh, his began, he began to tell the story about his mom calling him crying last night, left the scrum, very emotional. That was from a, uh, reporter that was in the room with him. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, he cares and you can't get him on it. Uh, But I mean, look, I have called Wilmer Flores the crybaby. He is the crybaby. Yeah. He cried for being traded on the field and yeah, he is known as crybaby and now he's on our team. Now he's, now he's our crybaby. He is so, our crybaby. Would, now you, look would at you say the, it to his face? You'd be like, hi, crybaby. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd say it. I probably would. So I'd be like, hey, uh, is it okay if I call you crybaby? And he'd probably laugh. We, we should, you and I, let's do this in oh spring training. God. Let's get boxes of tissues and let's have him autograph them. <laughs> will you get well, that autograph? I will never stand in line for an autograph. No, no. We're just like hand on the field. We're like, hey, Wilmer, come over here. And he'll sign, you know, the <laughs> Kleenex. Uh, you know what? Only if they have one with Mr. Met on it. That's my <laughs> All right. New York people, get in. Find us a uh, Mr. Met based uh, tissue. How did like Kleenex, like a, a local New York one, not ha- put like Wilmer Flores on it? Uh, <laughs> like have a sponsorship deal. Yeah. Why did he not get a deal with Kleenex? Yeah. Take advantage. God. That's what I would. Be yeah, doing. exactly. 
It's okay. I guess, like I said, the, the, the bad part that people put on is that they feel everyone is shaming for crying. It's just the absurdity of the cry, uh, the yeah. absurdity of not making an all-star game that I think everyone had laughed. But like I said, you know, I think, I mean, if you can see the whole story and then not be like, oh, okay, yeah, I see where it is. And then you, we should be able to like backtrack thoughts. But in this day and age, we're not allowed to have, there is no uh, second chances on anything. You can't even have a second thought. Like, hey, here's my thought. Oh, now I know the rest of the story. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Nope. Vilified. Nope. Done. It's over. Sorry. Welcome to 2019. <laughs> Want to finish uh, off with Anthony Davis? Yeah, yeah. Eyebrows. And this trade, um, I mean, there is, you well, want to talk about hope opinions. Hope of trade. Hope of trade. Uh, yeah. There, there, people have a lot of opinions. Charles Barkley was calling uh, what AD was doing collusion the other day, and he said Rich Paul got pissed off at him the last time he said this, but he really doesn't like the fact that players are dictating where they go so much. Who, Barkley? These super teams, yeah. Well, yeah, Barclay it is. Got a but lot of opinions. It is a, it is a, uh, uh, collusion. I couldn't say it for a reason for some reason. I mean, he's saying. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe collusion is not the right word. I, I hate this type of stuff, and I know there's so many defenders of the player, and, and uh, I'm not saying to not defend the player, but like the draft stuff where Eli's like, "Well, I'm not playing for this team that has the first pick and the rights to me. I won't do it." And it's like, okay, like, but that's how this is how the system works. Like, you're just not going to play. Like that type of dictation is pretty lame. Um, and that's what Anthony Davis is doing. But the reason I think it is wrong is because in the he's not a free agent, by the way. In the rules, you know, it, it's it clearly states the idea of this of uh, this idea of collusion. For him to go out and just tell everybody, I mean, I guess he's being honest with it, but to just be like, "Well, I'm only re-signing with the Lakers. Everywhere else is a rental," and that costs him fifty grand. You know, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a thin line. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not passionate. I guess one way or another about it. It's just like it's lame to see that. But then at the end of the day, you don't want to be the team that trades for him, and he's never going to re-sign. And you couldn't have right. done that because of tampering. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh... <clears throat> It, it, it Who's sucks. leaking this, by the way? Who's le- the leak is the problem because this could be discussed behind the scenes. Why is this being leaked? Did Anthony Davis straight up Anthony say I'll Davis only play for it. the Lakers? Yeah, that's, I, that, that's why. He, I guess I think maybe Rich Paul said it, uh, but that's why. Um, that's why he wound up getting fined. Is um, they want him to go to the Lakers? They don't want him to waste any time anywhere else. They well, want him to go there and sign his extension, and that's that. Yeah. Well, did you also see that? <clears throat> I mean, I think this is more ploy. But um, word came out. I think via via, of course, sources, famous sources, that sources. the Pelicans aren't interested in that offer. That re- insane offer, which was reported that the is Lakers, everybody but LeBron. It's the entire like is Ingram. Kuzma, Ball, Zubats, and two first-round picks. And when I heard, like, they're not interested in that trade, like... What else are you going to get? What do you need? How do you think... You think you're going to get any team that he won't resign with to give you anything remotely close to that? That is incredible by a team that technically knows there's no leverage on the other side outside right. of them saying, oh, we're not going to do it this year. We'll hold on to them to one more year, which technically is still leverage. I mentioned this before, like you got to imagine Lakers want to get this done, have themselves set. So they go into next year's free agency, knowing right, the build right. of the team and they yeah. want to compete heavily next year and this year. So they're motivated to do it. But the, the Pelican, I guess the Pelicans truly do have leverage. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to trade him. They got him for, you know, the rest of this year and the following season. So it does, it's not something that has to get done, 
by the seventh. Has anything you know? changed in your mind? You and I talked about it on the. Uh, well, actually, we did the last basketball episode before the Porzingis trade, so we spent a heavy, heavy portion talking about Anthony Davis. I was I said I think he's getting traded and ironically I was like I think this deadline's gonna be pretty good. Boom, Porzingis traded. You were not in the camp that he was gonna get moved. I just I don't know that he's going to get moved especially if they don't like that deal. Someone else is gonna have to come in and offer something to get Lonzo Ball back. You know, you and I went through the ESPN trade machine and did the one where um you know, they're getting Aaron Gordon and two first or something. And ball was going to Orlando. And, you know, we had all that stuff going on. We had a great trade. I just don't think that it's um, I don't think that it gets done this quick. You know, this isn't the Porzingis trade, I think, because they do realize they have more leverage, uh, the, the Pelicans. So I think they're going to hold out. And even though Anthony Davis's dad was, um, insulting the Celtics for trading Isaiah Thomas, you know, they said, well, they have no loyalty. They traded Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Dude, are you kidding me? I got logic train. Twitter is stupid, by the way. Twitter notified me, not just like put in my timeline, sent me a notification. And here's what it says. Anthony Davis senior says he doesn't want his son to join the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that. And he says it's because of loyalty. It's because of loyalty, he said. Oh, and your man. son isn't going to stay in New Orleans to go play with the Lakers. But but uh, the Celtics aren't loyal. Hello, Pop. What are you kettle. talking about? Yeah, I mean, that's absurd. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any damn sense. So, um, uh, you know, I don't like the way this trade or uh, potential trade has broke down, you know, Um I think it's getting kind of ugly. Barkley also coming in and saying that the NBA should veto this trade is really, it's an odd play. And it's a bad look for the NBA because they stupidly did this once with Chris Paul and the Lakers vetoing that trade. Um, So it's not like it's not Different commissioner, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Adam Silver's not. He's not doing any of that. If a trade gets pushed through, he's not um, vetoing anything like that. But... I don't know. I, I I hold pretty firm, regardless of what uh, Sir Charles says, and it needed to be vetoed. I think I think what we're currently seeing is posturing. I think it's leverage building. Um, I don't truly know if that huge package was real, and uh, I mean that could have actually been. If you think about it, in this this game of you know this like uh, espionage type of game of trades <laughs> that goes on here, this could this have is been a feast for crows. Yeah, this could have been like the Pelicans releasing what they really want. And the Lakers not wanting to give up that full package. So at the end of the day, I think there's there's a lot of ploy miscommunication that's going on, and we're going to see something. I, I think we're going to see something that goes down maybe even a day or two before the trade deadline, at least by trade deadline. So that's where I'm at. Eighty. Next time we do the show, Eighty is no longer a Pelican. He's a Laker. Next time we are sitting on here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Anthony Davis is a Laker. I think he's still on the pellet. I like it. All right. Well, weigh in on what you got. Hit us up on Twitter at is it the Welsh at Bogman Sports. We want to know. We'll see who got it right. Even do some trade guesses. We'll talk about them if you if you nailed it on uh, the next episode. Friendos, it is Super Bowl weekend. I know we talked some basketball. Don't worry if you missed any of it. We talked tons of football. Have a great Super Bowl. Be safe. If you're doing the parties, figure out a way home. Uh, don't let people get crazy too much in your house, but eat a bunch, drink, be merry, enjoy what is probably going to be a fantastic game. 
Bogman and the Welsh are here for you on the Twitters and on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with you next week. Merry Super Bowl weekend. See ya.